0: At Ruck Up Podcast, we take a little bit of a different approach. We take industry professionals from law enforcement, military, security, and outdoors enthusiasts all around
1: the world. We hear their story. So let's hear it. Attack or infiltration or suspected infiltration. And we have to be ready to uh allegedly re- massacred by the, the Crown Prince and I was there not to be
2: with that and I arrived the day after.
0: Check us out at our website at rockupmedia.com
2: From pillar to post in coast to coast This is a one-man gang! You're listening to a of book- You watch wrestling?
0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, it's time to fight. Hi, folks, my name is Matthew Terry, and this is the It's Time to Fight podcast. Thank you so much for clicking on that play button. As always, I appreciate every single click that that play button gets. And I just want to remind you about all the play buttons that are out there for you to press. We are on Podbean, we are on Spotify, we are on iTunes. Please go over there, give us a five-star rating. It does help us. If you want to follow the host, that's me. You can follow me on Twitter at Announcer Terry. If you want to follow the show and keep up with all of our opinions and podcasts and videos and whatever little things we might do follow up follow the show on twitter at time to fight pod and if you have any questions comments concerns or hey if you just want to get a hold of us time to fight pod at gmail.com time to fight pod at gmail.com
2: say you're bobby rivers right bobby barely registers and nods while he looks around for women i love how you beat willie dean tonight i hate that guy Bobby looks at the bar and sees Willie Dean talking to two girls. Hey Chris, kayfabe. He looks at the fan. Sorry man, we stay here, there's gonna be a fight. You Know what I mean? Let's go Chris. Chris asks, why didn't we stay? There wasn't gonna be any fight. Listen brother, Bert Ironside's rule number one. Baby faces and heels do not socialize. Why? It's all about protecting the business. You don't tell your five-year-old that there's no Santa Claus and faces and heels do not sit in a bar full of Marks drinking together. Kings of the Ring is wrestling's first audio drama podcast as a fictional depiction of the 1980s wrestling industry in and out of the ring. Join us as we take you back to the 1980s. You'll be a fly in the wall in the locker rooms of the past while the wrestlers put together matches. We'll take you into the jam-packed arenas where the rabid fans of the past believed everything they saw was real. We'll take you inside the ring where you'll hear what the wrestlers talk about and you can feel the action. We'll take you to the underbelly of the arena where the wrestlers got into all sorts of trouble. And we'll take you to the bars and clubs where the boys got into even more trouble. And it wouldn't be 80s wrestling if we didn't end up at the hotel room. Search Kings of the Ring from any podcast app or go straight to the website kingsotr.com. Many
1: of you have heard me say, and if you haven't heard me say it, uh, you're going to hear me say it in a couple seconds. I was brought up that be the best person you can be Because if there is indeed someone at the end of this thing judging, you want to put yourself in the best position possible. The extension on that is worry about yourself because if there is someone at the end of this judging, it's not you. Uh, The big news story for the past week is that Nyla Rose has won the AEW Women's Championship. Nyla Rose was born a man. And uh, before I go any further, I got a confession. I don't watch AEW. That that's not the confession. Um I I've I have watched AEW several times, but it hasn't grabbed me. I just I'm not trying to knock AEW It just hasn't grabbed me. You know, I love sitcoms, but I'm not going to watch a sitcom just cuz it's a sitcom. I love wrestling, but I'm not going to watch wrestling just cuz it's wrestling and it still has to grab me. Anyway, the point being that um, I remember when the news story was that a transgender was going to compete uh, for AEW, but I I did not watch that show or you know, see any kind of uh, of uh, like news on it uh, or picture I should say I shouldn't I didn't see any accompanying pictures. So looking at the at the uh, AEW women's roster. I could not have told you who the transgender was and take that as you will. Actually, no, I knew it wasn't the bunny because I know the bunny. I've met the bunny. I've worked with the bunny. And if there's any doubt that it's the bunny, my wife once found the bunny naked in a bathroom. So it's, it's, yeah, it's not the bunny. And I knew it wasn't Brandy Rhodes. And looking at the rock. Oh, and I knew it wasn't uh, awesome Kong. Yeah. Okay, maybe I know more people than I thought I did. Anyway, um the 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 just I, I, I had no idea looking at the rest of the roster who the transgender would have been. Now, there are um Nyla Rose is now the AEW women's champion. And there are opinions out there, most notably, I suppose, Sean Morley, uh formerly known as Val Venus, Um saying that uh someone born a man should not hold the AEW Women's Championship. I do not agree with Sean Morley's opinion. Um I have seen so many outlandish things in wrestling. Um I maybe I'd feel different if it was you know the Olympics or something that like that a man was competing in women's wrestling. In fact, there's a part of me in the back of my head that thinks that actually happened. Um, but what? Like now, hold on. Wasn't Eric Young knockouts champion? Or Cody Deaner was knockouts champion? Or one of them was like one half of the knockouts tag team champions? I don't remember people causing a huge fuss when that happened. Anyway... Um so I don't agree with uh Sean Morley's opinion. Um now there's another opinion most notably I suppose of uh Dustin Rhodes. Now, I I have burned my bridges with Dustin Rhodes, but this is not about that. Um Dustin is of the opinion, actually you can infer from his opinion that he is under the opinion That Nyla Rose has every right to be the AEW women's champion. And Dustin, I'm with you on that. Um, Where Dustin loses me is Dustin seemingly is under the opinion that you cannot have the opinion that Nyla Rose cannot be women's champion. I don't have the tweet in front of me, but Dustin seemed to go off on not the fact that, you know, rah, rah, Nyla Rose. It was, you know, how dare you people think that Nyla Rose can't be AEW women's champion. His opinion is of other people's opinions. And frankly, folks, it's all opinions. That's all it is. No, one is. no one is putting up protests. No one is, is physically trying to change these things. No one's taking anyone to court their opinions. And sometimes these opinions get the best of us. But you don't even have to listen to that because, frankly, that's just my opinion. All right, before we go any further, we want to encourage our listeners to make use of the Daily Smart website and iPhone application to do such things as read the latest news and rumors for WWE, AEW, NXT, New Japan, Impact, and much, much more. You can listen to podcasts from the best independent wrestling podcasters, watch videos from all the top wrestling companies. They're constantly making improvements, adding more podcasts and videos to make the Daily Smart the best spot for the wrestling fan. Now, don't worry. We got your back. You don't have to go grab a pencil and paper. We're going to put a link to the website and the iPhone app in the description of this podcast. All right, so I do this podcast um, because I love it. Plain and simple, because I love it. I love wrestling. I love journalism. I love journalistic outlets. I've told many of you that... I went to college for freelance writing. I love writing. I love recording. I love doing videos. Um, I'm not making money off this podcast. No, that, that's not to say that the podcast couldn't start making money, and I would complain. It would be, you know, a very nice bonus. But brass tax. It's just because I love it. I love doing this. But as much as this is. Love and passion and fun to me. And I'm not losing any sleep if the podcast doesn't become successful. I take a great pride in the podcast. Um, like many people in many walks of life, many careers, I look at other people in the genre or in the same career and I make it my own. I listen to other wrestling podcasts. And, you know, there's things I like and there's things I don't. Um, I find a a lot of wrestling podcasts don't take pride in their opening uh, their theme song. I worked on my theme song for quite a while. If you listen to the earlier podcast, you know what I went through, you know, making it and then having to change it and then changing it back. And then just, you know, the, the legal things, all that. Um, but I was able to, to get the, the, the theme song I wanted because it's, it's what I wanted to put out because I, I took pride in that, um, the ring bell in between the segments. Um, this is like a little idiosyncrasy to me where I'll be listening to any podcast and they'll start talking about something and I'll lose interest in what they're talking about. And then they'll start talking about something else, but I won't be present for that. My My mind won't be on them. They'll get halfway through and I'll be like, oh, I, I, I wish I was listening earlier. So now I've got to, you know, go back and find it. So it's a little idiosyncrasy, a little pet peeve of mine. And that's why the ring bell's in there. You know, because it's, it's, it's what I take pride in. Um, something else I take pride in is the sound quality. The sound quality. So, I say that because um, there, there, there's some podcasts where, you know, you're, you're constantly changing the volume because some things go high, some things go low. Um, sound quality, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's a microphone sitting in the middle of a room and there's such an echo. Or they're in a room where no matter where they sit or stand, it's all echo and i take great pride in listening to what i do and you know i've talked the last couple weeks about the rig i use and i take pride in that rig because i know the quality it's going to put out and i listen to what i put out and you know it has to be good i take great pride in that i think i've i think i've said that enough i take great pride in this so with all that being said john greed is on the show today and if you listen three four Five weeks ago, I can't remember how long it was. I told you that I did an interview with John Greed at New School Wrestling. And I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of John Greed. And I I said that, you know, I I sat down with him and we talked and it was a great talk. And, you know, it was one of those interviews where I wasn't sure how it was going to go. But then it went awesome, and I was so happy with it. And then I got home, and I'm like, you know, let's start doing some editing. And I put in the John Greed interview, and I realized (coughs) I hadn't plugged in my microphone. Or I hadn't hadn't turned it on. I had not turned on my microphone. So you can't can't hear me well. And I listened to it, and I thought, well, you can kind of hear me. But then there's places that you can't hear me at all. I, or you you can hear me just really, really quiet. But I really wanted to put out this interview with John Greed. So um I have spent the last three, four, five weeks, whatever it has been, trying to learn um how to edit sound uh you know, sound levels. Uh trying to isolate my voice and Enhance it. Um, people out there who are familiar with audio editing. Will know that because of the way I had it set up. And because my microphone turned off. It automatically turned John's into the only microphone. So it became a mono recording. Which means everything was. There was only one line. There was only one thing to follow so again i had it was even harder to isolate my voice and uh and make it even louder the end result is you you can hear the differences obviously um there's a lot of spots where i don't touch it because you can hear me well enough and plus you know john's talking about uh talking about what he talks about and what we're what we're discussing and you can pretty much get it. It's, it's more or less if you're sitting in a bar and there's loud music playing and you're only picking up every little bit of the conversation, but you're still in the conversation. Th- think of this interview like that. Okay. It does, it, it does get a little, a little annoying because even I've listened to it and all of a sudden my voice just kind of, or the whole thing kind of just goes a little louder and you're just kind of like taken back by it. But, uh, I have tried to soften it and I've tried to, uh, to lessen the impact as much as possible. But I am such a huge fan of John Greed. I am so appreciative of John Greed coming on the show. And I was, I loved this interview so much that uh, I had to get it out to you guys. So um, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's not too much of a, uh, an annoyance, let's say that. Let's just go talk to John Greed. So, are, he, are you like a big football guy, or are you? Oh yeah. In there? Okay. You can take that out if you
0: want. No, I'm all right. I kind of
1: had to uh, make shift the system. All right. All it right. My other Rick.
0: And a I just. Are a big football oh, a huge football guy. Yeah, Pats. Pats yeah. have been my team. Uh, to have a wrestling tie-in since I picked up a WWF magazine. And Steve Austin had a Drew Bledsoe jersey on, and I'm like, that's that's it for me. That's your team. And I'm thinking, ever since it's been Pats, like yeah. Bledsoe, like no, I'm not just a Tom Brady guy, like Bledsoe and Corey Dillon and Terry Glenn all the way back there. Yeah, yeah I'm not a, I'm not a new Pats fan like some of these other schmucks who are like, yeah, Dynasty and we win so many rings now. I'm Like no. And then I got back in the history and how they used to be. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I swear? Oh yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Okay, because I'll try to center myself if it's... Hard. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, man. and I, When I get into it, I get, I get into it hard. Yeah. And I do like the research. And they were an awful team for a really long time. And then they got a little bit better. And then we drafted Tom. And he <laughs> comes into in that fourth quarter. I was like, man, this is it. This is it for the season. And then he wins. I'm like, oh, my God. now he's the best quarterback of all time. S- fight me. Yeah. Best of all time. Fight me.
1: Well, before we sat down, you were complaining about San Francisco, which is (laughs) mine.
0: Your team fucked me, bro. Well, I'm sure they didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) I I hope not. So, just briefly to (laughs) tell the story. Double digits. You were
1: were eligible, you were able, (laughs) online or inline, to win $5,000. That's right.
0: $5,000.
1: San Francisco got trounced by, I'm trying to remember who it
0: was. It's like... I think it was, like, the Titans or, like, it was a team that was not supposed to beat yeah. San Francisco by double digits. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the line was, like, 6.5 for San Fran. And I'm like, ah, this is easy because San Fran is, like, they're they're the team that's supposed to win it all that the Pats don't win it all. Yeah. And then, oh,
1: See, when I uh, when I was younger, uh, I started watching football, and uh, I started watching football with Joe Montana, mm-hmm. uh, and then Joe Montana turned into Steve Young, and then things kind of you know went through uh-huh, a
0: uh-huh. Kaepernick
1: came in, and he started doing some some good stuff. Well, he's
0: uh, and then he, he we all know what the Kaepernick. Yeah, we all know what happened with Kaepernick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I,
1: I just uh, I know San Francisco's kind of one of those dynasty teams that a lot mm-hmm, of people mm-hmm. latch onto, but. Uh, are you a baseball guy?
0: No, I'm not. I used to play baseball, but to sit and and I coach baseball yeah. for a long time with my dad. But uh, sit and watch baseball, like I'll go to a game because that's fun. But to um, to sit at home and, and watch, it's a little slow for the big fella. So. <laughs> See, I used to have a
1: roommate. Like I'm, I'm huge into baseball. I'm a big baseball guy, mm-hmm. and I used to have a roommate who, when we moved in together, he couldn't stand baseball. Uh-huh. and you like, really you can sit here and watch this and then uh, like this is one other than Ottawa and the Ottawa Lynx which were I think at the time Montreal's Triple A team okay. and they we were literally like three blocks away at the stadium so we used to go all the time and he liked it going there yeah. and and uh, because there wasn't a whole lot of people in the crowd, we got to participate in a lot of the like, <laughs> between-inning games. Right. And so that that was fun to him, too. And, like, you know, they got to know us, just like, oh, God, it's these guys. And, <laughs> you know, they kind of every, like, here comes like, these dicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, totally. like, here comes these dicks. And, like, every third, fourth game, I swear they were just like, okay, let's just put them in a game. <laughs> It'll appease them for a little bit. And, and we did a, a marshmallow-eating contest. Okay. And uh, they just kept handing us marshmallows. Now, for that game, I remember, we were, like, three shakes to the win. Like, been, it was a doubleheader. We had drank for the entire first game. And then in between the two games, they were going to do, like, these promotions with fans. Right. So we go out on the field, and, and we're intoxicated. And uh, before us, they had, uh, you know, like, the novelty big plastic bats they have the kids. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. the ball. Yes, sir. And they had, like, this little toy. Like, couldn't have been two and a half feet off the ground. Of a baseball team and then they have these adults having to hit the ball off the tee off the tee mm-hmm. and so me and my roommate paul we're just sitting there we're like what's this person's name and they're like susan and we're like "Oh, no, susan and <laughs> <screaming>. <laughs> and then after after the, the, the ball thing we do our marshmallow eating and he's kind of facing off in one direction i'm facing off in another direction now we're finally going to win something because like him and i had done stuff individually right never won anything now, one of us is going to win. Yeah, because you're... we're
0: facing each other.
1: <laughs> we have no idea what we're playing for. Right. So we uh, just start, I'm facing off, he's facing one direction, he's facing the other and We're doing this, and I turned around, and his cheeks are like way out. And it made me laugh. So now I'm spitting <laughs> beard, marshmallow. I'm going
0: backwards. Are they, were they the big ones or yes. are they the top? Okay. Oh, yeah. So All I'm right. shoving them in. My
1: roommate has no room. And he's like looking at them, like waving his hands, like, no more, no more. And they're
0: like, come on, come on. And he's just like, so I'm like laughing.
1: So we ended up or he ends up winning, because I'm going backwards mm-hmm, with marshmallow mm-hmm. coming out. And this was this was kind of the downfall. i mean, we're in left field. Okay. So I'm spitting marshmallow <laughs> into left field. All right. And during the next like the next game we're watching is one of the umpires. is sitting in left field and he's sitting there with his foot just kinda of like yeah. <laughs>
0: So they 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 didn't clean the marshmallows. Well, no, They're on the grass. <laughs> what are you gonna do with it? But they're sitting there, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so
1: they uh, they hand they after we're done they hand me a bag and they hand him like two frisbees which had like uh, mm-hmm. pizza pizza coupons on the back. All right. Which were bachelors, so we just tore those off. Yep. We gave the frisbees to the kids and we got two tickets to the Turtles. Okay. You know who the Turtles are.
0: Uh, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or no. okay? It's, it's a band. Oh, and I can't
1: think of the one song that I know of them, but it's like an old, old, old song. And uh, so we didn't have no, didn't have any idea who it was. Right. Ended up at a bar afterwards. We're like, we want tickets to the Turtles.
0: Which the hell
1: they are. <laughs> and this older gentleman's like, you're going to the Turtles? Oh my God, I can't believe it. We're like, here. <laughs> Now, as I said, they had handed me a bag. Right. So as we're walking through the concourse, we're like, okay, well, we got these tickets to the turtles. We got uh,
2: coupons, pizza,
1: pizza. We're great. And he goes, what's in the bag?
2: I'm hmm. like, oh, well, yeah, I
1: can't. They <laughs> handed me this. I open the bag. It's our marshmallows. Oh. <laughs> the ones from the field? Yeah, the ones. Oh. The we had spit them into this bag,
0: and then they handed me the bag. And I don't then, know if I was supposed to and walk then, away with it. And you're carrying the bag I'm all, carrying all over the bag marshmallows, and I'm just like
1: right beside me, I'm just like, okay, you go.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, you know, it's a souvenir for your time, so that you'll always remember the time that you spit marshmallows into Latvia. <laughs> I do. It's been like 20 years, and I still remember. <laughs> Shit. It.
1: But then my roommate, I uh, came home one day, and he's watching a ball game on TV. Mm-hmm. And I said, what are you doing watching a ball game?" And he goes, he "Helps me sleep." And <laughs> And he was serious. He said he just <laughs> laid on the couch, put the ball
0: game on, and just... And Madrid dripped him, on, him yeah. off. Yeah. Of <laughs> anyway, so John Breed. Yes, sir. Where the hell you been? Um, that's, like, Have you been wrestling? Uh, well, we're actually talking about it on the way up here. My last actual match was in October of last year. So October so, of 2019. Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, I haven't been wrestling. I want to wrestle. Uh, it's just, I don't know, man. I... Things have died down substantially since I started, and by it's not because I wanted it to die down; it just kind of happened, you know. Like, I got two kids now, I got my wife, so I work nights uh, during the week at my regular job. So when it comes to the weekend, I want to spend time with my kids and my wife. Uh, But, (laughs) but at the same time, like I gotta, I'm trying to get back out here because do something for me. And my wife completely supports all of it, which is great. She's supported me the whole time. Yeah. But you know, it's I can't. I don't. Maybe it's something that I did that I'm not booked anymore, anywhere, ever. Or maybe it's just out of sight, out of mind kind of deal. But I'm hoping to pick it back up and and start wrestling more. See, I know my
1: wife is the exact same. She never once did she say, "Can you scale back your schedule?" Mm. You know, can you stop going this far, can you stop doing this? Right. I just did it naturally because, you know, I, I like spending time with my, my wife and child because I work nights. Yeah. I don't get to spend time. I get my I see my boy go off to daycare in the morning. By the time he gets home, I'm at work. I get home, I give him a kiss on the head, and he go to bed. Yeah, the grave
0: the graveyard sh- shift is the... So, it's,
1: so, and then, yeah, the weekends. I have weekends off. <laughs> And, yeah, so, like, that's why, you know, I've really scaled my schedule back. Mm-hmm. And so, so I can totally understand. Yeah. But it, it wasn't that long ago that I, I re- like, I haven't seen John Reed's name in a while.
0: It's, like, it's, it's weird, man. Like, I, when I first started the first couple of years, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it just kind of died out, you know? Like, it's... That's the that's the the nature of our game, you know. You're you're the hot ticket, and then you're not. And there's always somebody else who's right behind you, who's just as hungry, if not even hungrier than you are. And they want the spot. So you got to keep changing, and you got to keep making yourself relevant. And maybe that's the part that I'm shit at. <laughs> making yourself relevant. Making myself or stay available. stay relevant. Or stay relevant. Yeah, because yeah. it's one of like. The Rolling Stones play the Rolling Stones' greatest hits. They don't need to come out and play something new. They play something new when they want to. And I think I kind of fell into that pattern where it's like, I'm going to keep doing my greatest hits because they keep getting over. Yeah. Until they're not anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, you mentioned how kind of like out of sight, out of
0: mind. Mm -hmm. I
1: find that that is quite true. Like, obviously, I don't wrestle, but I see a lot of... You know, guys who are like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing something with the family this week, yeah, and not necessarily you, but someone's like, oh, I'm doing something with the family this weekend. You know, maybe next time. The big one, but the next time they're thinking of the person who took
0: the yeah, last time. There, there is no next time. Yeah, exactly. that's that's what you've I've come to learn. There's there is no next time. It's like, oh, I can't do this because I have to do that, and yeah. then it's like, oh, they don't talk to you anymore. It's like, okay, well, and I'm I want to say I'm not bitter about it you want to say that yeah. but there's like a small there's like but it's my fault yeah. like i said no right so it's me yeah. it's maybe it is something i did then to go back to what i said yeah 20 seconds ago it it is something that i did um but i've changed you know i want to like there's a lot of young guys there's a new crop of guys and i want to wrestle all of them yeah because i think i still got something left to give even if it's just to help the young guys get better so they can go and go somewhere else and get booked in America which is where you make your money in this sport you don't do it in Canada I've come to learn Uh, (laughs) you gotta you gotta go down south if you if you really want to become something and I think I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, no, because
1: like, I'm not blowing smoke. Like, I am a huge fan of you. Mm-hmm. And... Thank you. I appreciate and that. And, again, that's why, like, when I hadn't seen your name in a while, because that's how I follow a lot of uh, Ontario Indy, is... Looking for your names Whether it's around Ontario Or whether As you say Down the states And stuff Even like Pro Wrestling Illustrated They have Mm -hmm. the arena reports Right And I'll check out Like the Michigans And the New Yorks And stuff like that And I'll be like Oh there he is There he is There she is Things like that And I legitimately Noticed that It's your name Mm -hmm. Now With that being said Me saying that I'm a huge fan of yours um, I want to go back Because I want to get this talked about. Is when you were doing The Was it Father John Or Reverend John
0: Oh for uh, For busted knuckle yeah the so what
1: what, i never i've always wanted to ask you where did that come from
0: that came from the underrated but really brilliant mind of reese greenaway man that was all reese's idea uh he brought me in and i was gonna do my shtick and he's like no i don't want you to do that i want you to do this and i'm like "Eh, okay i'll give it a try because i'm willing to try anything and uh i didn't know what to because i'm not a religious man <laughs> at all i don't know anything about it uh not to say that i'm like an atheist or anything like that i just mm, religion that's your thing not it's not for me yeah. um and so when he brought it to me and i'm like okay and he's like i need you to be like a crazy religious zealot like leader kind of thing. i'm like all right, man, I'll do my very best. Yeah. And, it, and religion is something that if you're not into it, mm-hmm.
1: if you go and try to learn about it, it is something that you're just kind of like, oh, this
0: it's, is not. It's, it's, it's not interesting. Yeah, Tell that much. I mean, I've watched The Passion of the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> I've watched uh, the uh, all the Christmas movies. If that has anything to do with religion, it does not. But uh, it's just. It's not something you can go study and enjoy. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And to try and make yourself better. So I just... Um, I watched a lot of James Mitchell. Yeah. I watched uh, a lot of Paul Bear. I watched Brother Love. <laughs> Even though, you know, these are not anywhere near the character that he wanted me to play. Yeah. And I kind of took from them and I was like... Oh, and it worked. Like, yeah. for a while. It worked. And then... We just stopped. Well, yeah, it was busted Knuckle just Kind of, kind of away on its own. petered and out a I little guess bit. With it, yeah, because yeah. I only I only did it there, and he asked me only to do it there, and I'm like, yeah, man, that's fine. I have no yeah. problem with that. Uh,
1: I, I liked I liked the fact that Reese was trying to do that, like you know, if, like, establish <laughs> characters and please mm-hmm. do it here. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like with yeah. the Reverend John. Like you did, kind of keep it simple. You kind of kept it Southern Baptist. Yeah. But, well, like you
0: know, my oh, friend, That's that's, my that's another. Yeah. Um. The Kevin Smith movie, uh, Red State. Yes. That, that I took a lot of inspiration from that movie as well. Yeah. Because okay. because, that guy is a phenomenal actor. Uh, yes. Michael. I'm forgetting his last name right now, but he's he's great. Yes. In and all of the like stuff that I've seen, like because he does a lot of Kevin Smith stuff yes. now, the like Tusk is. Crazy yeah, yeah. and awesome. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, so I took a lot from like Red State as well, and that's I played off of that to yeah. do because that seemed like like everybody hates the Southern, the Westboro Baptist Church. Everyone hates them. It's <laughs>
1: well, and the thing is, like coming up here today. I don't know if you listen to the or I guess not. <laughs> I don't know if you do. pick that um, the preacher station on the radio?
0: I do not, sir. <laughs>
1: I'm, not, I'm not religious. I'm, I'm agnostic. Okay. Uh, do you know what that means?
0: Nope.
1: I believe there's a higher power. I just don't subscribe to one. Oh, I gotcha. Like I look at Catholicism and I say, okay, that doesn't quite make sense. Mm-hmm. I look at Buddhism. Now that doesn't quite make sense. Uh, Scientology. Well, okay, that's fucked. <laughs> you know. Not to offend any okay. Scientologists out <laughs> uh, there. <laughs>
0: They come after you. I'm beyond the point. That <laughs> they, they come after you, Brad. Yeah, I know they do. I like, you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> hey, you never know. It just pops up. <laughs> Put a tag. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I should. Oh, God, someone's talking about us. Oh, God, someone's talking
1: about us. Um, but uh, I love listening because I am a huge fan of speakers, like how like good speakers. Mm-hmm. Like Obama was a great speaker. still is, obviously. Yeah. But um and listening to The Preacher Station. And it's some some of the most of the Southern Baptist preachers.
0: Yeah, you, gotta, like, you, you know, like, God will
2: take you away.
0: You gotta have some charisma. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And just I love listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to them on the way here just because I, I got to that station. Of course it's Sunday today, so mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stuff on. And I drove like forty-five minutes here and I realized, like, wow, this isn't really jacking me up for a, <laughs>
0: for a wrestling show. <laughs> you know what um, which one I like to watch sometimes, and, and my, Jimmy Stewart when he's crying. Oh, I'm, like, oh, I'm so sorry. And the woman, and like because he got caught with the prostitute. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Jesus. And it's like, oh, and he's sitting there, and, he's, and it's just like, cause it's so hypocritical. Like he spent his whole life like, no, you can't sin, you can't do all this, and then he's banging somebody for money and all that stuff, and. Uh, uh, is that uh, is that Baker. was it Jimmy Swagger or Jimmy Stewart that was? Baker was who had the uh, the who had the theme park? Uh, Swagger. Swagger had no, the theme park. Baker. Baker got the the theme park what, Tammy Tammy Lynn. Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye Baker, yeah. yeah. The, the the religious theme park. <laughs> yeah. She
1: had, he had the religious <laughs> theme park. Um, Swaggart was I think the one that was. Or no, no, it was Baker that was caught. But, uh, was it? Playboy.
0: I thought it was... Am I, am I screwing up here and thinking Jimmy's Jimmy Stewart is like, the... I said, like I kind of follow this stuff, but I don't. Jimmy Stewart's an actor, isn't he? And, oh, Jimmy Stewart's an actor in A Wonderful Life, yeah, isn't Stewart, he? Yeah. <laughs> when you said Stewart, I like, See, that's what I mean. I don't know shit. That's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, well, it's probably like Swagger. Yeah.
1: I think I'm like about 10 years mm. older than you. So I'm 34. You're 34? Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm 42. Mm. So I grew up with... Mm-hmm. and
0: Baker. Right.
1: Into me. at age like eight or nine, those two were like interchangeable. Like, I thought it was the same guy okay. just getting in a
0: shitload of trouble. <laughs> but it's just two yeah, guys. I'm and I'm about like Playboy
1: bunnies, and I'm hearing and about like taxes. They're like the... Give me money. Mm-hmm. I mean, where's this money going? I thought it was just one guy. No, it's two yeah, guys. Yeah, it's two guys. It's, it's
0: the whole... <laughs> The whole institution, from what I understand. And now, I think uh,
1: Jim Baker is selling, like, camping stuff
2: <laughs> on, like, the <laughs> shopping no, channel. i said yes! I walked all the way over here! Over now here. i got a lap back. Got a lot of background noise. I walked Well, you know, he's, he's not fit. You know, he's got he's to hit the gym.
0: <laughs> I mean, he smells nice, but... Yes, he does. Got, a, got a, bit of a bit of a pouch. A bit of a pouch on him. You <laughs> said
1: so you're, you're getting back into wrestling
0: now. I am trying very hard to to get back into it. It's it's like learning to ride a bike again. Uh, I'm trying to go out to shows. Uh, hopefully get a spot if, if something comes up. Like I I went to the uh, Macabre Pro Wrestling Show that uh, Ian Rayburn there was running just to see. Um, I'm I'm here at NSW because Steve Brown digs me. Uh, I'm going to be back at Barry Wrestling. Uh, Smash is running again, which is great. So I'm going to be back on that as well. And I'm just I'm trying trying to, to move myself around, try to get back out there, try to get my name back out there so people will be like, hey, man, you should come to our show too because you're kind of decent and you can do stuff. I'm like, yeah.
1: like, I, I remember like, a pretty good momentum going. It was big, but yeah. it's but again, like you know, I said,
0: you know, I kind I, of, kind of
1: Bed, yeah. Like, you know, I but stalled. You, do, you really have to kind of start. You got to keep her going. Like and
0: it's I'm a little older, so I'm a little wiser, so I know which which ones to go to and which ones not to go to. Uh whereas when you're first starting out, you want to go to all of them. Yeah. And I got to be selective now because uh well, I have my daughter 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, my son is every 2 weeks. Yeah. So 8 days out of 30, I see my son. Yeah. So every second week I don't want to go do shows because I want to spend time with my son. My wife is like, no, go do shows, and I'll watch both kids. But it's like a small part of me that wants to do that, where there's the other small part of me that's like, I want to spend time with my, my boy, yeah, exactly. and I want, to, I want to do that. Uh, yeah, And but, you know, he's. I've seen guys do it with no problem, like Tyson, he's got his, his four boys now. <laughs> but when he had his two boys, he would bring them to the show. So I'm just, maybe... Well, I mean it's 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 kind of a time like a clock situation where I'm waiting for him to get older so I can bring him with me, but then I'm gonna be older, so it's like who gives a shit about this old bearded fuck who doesn't wrestle anymore. So, <laughs> he is three, just turned three. Yeah, and my daughter is two. Uh, I believe they wanna see Clay Clay Wilson, is that his name? They wanna see his uh his penis.
1: Oh, they wanna see are we, do we want to see Clay Wilson's penis? Yeah, penis? We do. <laughs> yeah, we're recording yeah. a podcast.
0: Yeah, we sure are. Brad Myers wants to taste it. Sure. Oh, Brad Myers wants to take a load. Br- Brad huh? Myers wants
2: to taste Clay <laughs> penis. <laughs> live on air. Come on, live on air.
0: Let's see it. Take out that hog on you. So fast. It's he's, on the he's got a piece on him. Come on, meet train. Let's go. It's on the podcast. Show us your kid. From what? <laughs>
1: audio
0: footage of your dick. This <laughs> has <It's> got <a> have <laughs> This is... They have, taken, they have taken over this interview with Dick Talk. Uh, I how this podcast goes. Oh, no. <laughs> So, so
1: um, what, el- what else are you doing?
0: Like, other than the wrestling? Uh, yeah, it's, it's work, wrestle, family. That's work it. I don't, family? I don't have anything else. Like yeah. it's... Because that's the way the schedule goes. I work nights, I get home in the morning, my wife goes to work. I look after our daughter so that we can save on the daycare. Uh, I go to my mom's house so that uh, baby girl can see grandma. I'll catch a couple hours of sleep there. Then my mom works evenings, so I gotta wake up again. I sleep in shifts. Uh, then the wife comes home. Uh, we've just started working out together, which is really good like yeah. it's uh It's a way for us to spend time together say, you're in great shape. thanks man uh we It's a way for us to spend time together. 100% her idea because I'm just so fucking tired at the any part of the day that I just I don't want to. But knowing that like I, I want to do it with her, and if I don't do it with her, then I'm letting her down, um, I want to do it. So we, we've been doing that for the past week now. Uh, doing, uh, I've been taking some wrestling workouts and running her through the paces, and then we did some DDP yoga because I'm stiff and I need to work on my joints. Because I'm a 34-year-old fuck <laughs> who works night shift and it's just walking all the time, um, yeah, so like I think our schedule is at a point now where I can start to get back out and do my own things. Like I've, I've, I've dabbled trying to podcast again, but there's just uh, stole the spot or the or the, the Pineapple Soda Club or something else, or because I have all this gear. And <laughs> It's just go. sitting there, for <laughs> again. <laughs> this is this is this I'm is rough. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> I got a needle. Dick. Um, <laughs> and like, uh, the wife wants to do her own podcast. Uh, but uh, no. Well, like, she liked it when she was a kid. She loved the fact that I did it when we first met, and she's like, that's super cool. But it's not her thing yeah. um, we'll watch it together if I want to watch something because I don't watch anything either yeah. so it's like Royal Rumble Wrestlemania call it a day exactly. uh, although I just watched Wrestle Kingdom and that was fucking phenomenal and it makes me want to get New Japan World although I probably would be a waste of money because I have no time to watch anything <laughs> So, yeah, I, I got the uh,
1: the Honor Club for Ring of Honor. Okay. And yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, I'm like, so spending this money. Is it just kind of sitting
0: there? Like, do yeah, you watch he, it?
1: Like, I can go back. Like, like last night they had an event. Right. But. Uh, Yesterday was my son's birthday, so we were doing all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I didn't watch it. But then online, you see all the results and everything.
0: So you you already can't help but see you already know like there's the spoilers, and so I want to go back and watch it, mm-hmm. but then they
1: have another one tonight. Am I gonna be home in time to watch it? Right. So you start wondering like, oh, <laughs>
0: should I be paying this every month? Though? That's I mean. like, like can should I? It's it's like a line where it's like, do I want to support one of my favorite companies or do I want to catch the highlights on YouTube from some guy who's just posting highlights? Exactly. And uh, what what's gonna work? Like, do I have two and a half hours, three hours to sit and watch the whole show, or do I have 15 minutes to watch the cut down version on the YouTube? Yeah. And like I barely watch any WWE or
1: AEW. I I haven't watched. I'll read the recaps. Yeah. And if I read something, just like, oh, that'd be cool to see, mm-hmm. and then I go to YouTube and search it. Out, <laughs>
0: and yeah, because like WWE has. Like they put most of the show on their YouTube channel anyway yeah they and they then do you just you watch the segments or you see the end of the match, and exactly. like, all right that's all I really need to see, see. Now, yeah. really <laughs> sounds great, and I just saved three hours of my life exactly uh, like it's also where you get inspiration as a worker right like you like everybody I had a podcast stole the spot because that's what we do everybody steals spots nothing is original anymore and if it is original then you're one of the lucky ones out of the thousands of wrestlers out there who happen to come up with something fresh because everything has been done which is why they don't make any new Hollywood movies anymore because it's all been done let's just remake all the old stuff and that's that's wrestling like they've done how many times they've done Spider-Man like four or five fucking times (laughs) now and Thank you, sir. It's a nice jacket. Now
1: you mentioned uh, you said the word stiff because you said, "Oh, I'm getting older. The yeah, are getting stiff." But speaking of stiff, you're no holds barred
0: tonight. Uh no. no, 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 that's not me. That's uh, Albright and BMD. Well, I'm with Del Bruno and well, right. you're Del Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not a great journalist. A, really. Hey, brother, are you got to be? Are you doing the ring announcing? No, I'm not doing. the ring Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> well, now you. Have to Right. You hey, got to get the yeah. you brother. You got to get the uh got to get the rundown, yeah, yeah. brother. <laughs> you got to get the rundown. <laughs> got to get the sheets. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought it was you and Albright. Before. No, 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 It's Albright, BMD and uh, you me and Delbron. I did. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Probably yeah. Why in the back of my head. I was <laughs> thinking, "Oh, they're riding together." And it seems like we always we're always connected in some way. Yeah. Like we were a group over here. We wrestle over here. We we're a tag team over here and uh, I ride with him here and he looks like me and <laughs> Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. They kind of look alike, Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so you must have worked with uh, before.
0: I think I've worked him one time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. For C4 in Ottawa in a triple threat match with Michael Von Payton that is actually on YouTube. Yeah. You can watch it right now. Um, <laughs> Wait till the cheap plug, cheap, cheap brother. In the background. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that's the only time that we've done like something in like a singles capacity, but it's not even really singles because MVP was there. I think this will be the first time we do a singles match.
1: See, it always kind of amazes me in Ontario when you say, oh, you know, I've only worked them once mm-hmm. or, like you say, like only in a triple threat match. Yeah. Like, that amazes me sometimes because I thought, or I think sometimes, that all you guys,
0: have, with all the promotions that are in Ontario, with uh, all uh, the shows that are on every weekend, like everybody must have matched them in something. Uh, the, the, the guys that I work consistently in singles matches uh, were, for a long time, Phil Atlas, and Rob Rage, that's it. Those were my singles matches. Uh, everything else was kind of one-off here and there. And Carter Mason, yeah. those were the those were my singles matches. Otherwise, it's like six-man's and tag teams and all this other stuff. And so, like, I'm excited to do singles matches. I like doing singles matches because that's just two guys. Not enough. Not too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah. and you just you go out there and make something beautiful. Well, when we were
1: talking about uh, Reverend John, you were working with Shawnee Hullo, Yeah. who is a uh, hardcore. Mm-hmm hardcore wrestler here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. So, what, what was, like, I know you got into some hardcore stuff with him. Yeah, we did a little, a little bit. Cause that was kind of the basis between you guys. Like, you know, you're, you're wrestling and mm-hmm. you know, we don't do that type of stuff, but there was a little bit
0: hardcore. Well, that that was the, uh, that was the character. It was like, oh no, I don't do that and then I do it. It's like,
2: do you do like wrestling hardcore? Um, like, it
0: makes, okay it, or? it makes things a little easier. Does it? Because it's like, like getting hit with a chair is always going to get a louder reaction than a body slam yeah. you know uh, but working with Shani Mo, he wanted to wrestle yeah. I'm like all right man we can do that yeah, I, and I so that.
1: like he he wasn't really like he liked the stigma of being mm-hmm. a hardcore wrestler but it was just like okay hey, too much like,
0: Yeah, and like the, if that's all you get you don't want to be a one trick pony you yeah, want to you want to be able to do everything and I do remember like doing those with him and like, all right, man, so let's incorporate your stuff and our stuff and put it together and make something make something good. And he was attentive. He listened. He just wanted to he wanted to learn how to wrestle because I don't know if he ever learned how to wrestle and like doing it with him and being able to show him stuff. And like put it together, and it turned out really great. It's like it's it's kind of a feather in my cap because I like to take people and and teach. I I want I want to end up being a teacher. Yeah. But the problem with being a wrestling trainer is you have to have been somewhere. <laughs> Otherwise, well, not necessarily. It's, it's like who the fuck are you? You know. <laughs> like you well, have to you have to have been around and done things of 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 some kind of note. Yeah. Like. I went to the States a couple of times. Like, I don't think I'm in any position to, to tell somebody how to do this. Uh, but at the same time, I want to be in a position to teach somebody how to do this.
1: And again, I'm not blowing smoke, but, like, I've promoted several shows. Mm-hmm. And if somebody said to me, I was trained by John Reed, that would carry weight with me. But again, I said, as I said, I'm a huge fan of yours. But I honestly think they're selling themselves sure short. I think there's a lot of people that they said, "Well, I was trained by John Reed. Like, okay, that's good enough for me." Um, I,
0: don't
1: yeah, know, okay. I, don't I
0: don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the weird mind of, of somebody. If you're a creative person, your shit is always never as good as somebody else's. Somebody is always better, even if everybody says that you're the best. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not the best. There's someone way better than I am. And that's just how I am. That's how I've always, that's how I've always been. I'm never gonna change. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well,
1: I'm gonna let you get ready. All right. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being on here. As I said, I'm a huge, huge fan. When I found out you would gonna be here, I really wanted to get you on. I appreciate you coming. Thanks on for day. having me, man. Thank, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. So, was it as bad as I thought it was? I, uh, that's why uh, you might notice that the the podcast is being posted a little later than normal. Uh, it's still being posted on the Tuesday, keeping up with that. Um, but I decided to go back and listen to it. I was so self-conscious, and I decided that, nope, that it, it's it's as good as it's going to get, and I don't think it's so bad. And again, I, I made the analogy, it's like sitting in a bar with loud music or a lot of people, and you're you're picking up most of the conversation, but not quite all the conversation. Um, but I... I, I I think it came out quite good. I think it came out a lot better than it was. And so I want to thank John Greed for coming on the show. Uh, it was great sitting down with him. Um, he's a guy that, um, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll confess, I'll admit it. I, I didn't know if him and I would hit it off. Uh, him and I have talked, uh, we've talked, we've joked, we've, but it's, it's I don't know. I can't put a, I can't put my finger on it. Just but you weren't sure. Like, are, you know, are we are, can we get along? Are we going to be friends? Can we be friends? Like are, you want to be my friend? Like I did. I didn't know. And uh, I'm not saying we're friends now, but I think it's going to be a hell of a lot easier the next time I see him to, uh, to say, hey, how, how are things going um, before? Uh, and I didn't bring it up during the interview, but I'll um, I'll tell you guys a, a quick story, if I can remember it correctly. Uh, it was a busted knuckle show. And uh, we talked about the, uh, the, 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 the Reverend John or Pastor John or, you know, that, that thing during the, uh, the interview. Um, But we were doing the busted knuckle and it was the, um, the intermission. And um, Alessandro Del Bruno was selling soccer balls. And I I got on the microphone as the ring announcer and I started talking about, uh, you know, come check out Alessandro Del Bruno's balls. Uh he's got some great balls that you can buy. Come check out his balls and you know, you can buy Alessandro's balls. And I knew what I was doing, you know. I I knew you know I knew the, 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 the jokes I was trying to make. And um I, but everyone would laugh and I'd be like, What's so funny? I don't get why everybody's laughing at Alessandro Del Bruno's balls and someone pipes up and goes, It's a double entendre and Instead of going like, yeah, I know, I said, like, what? They're they're having two main courses? What? What are you talking about? And the the, the guy who yelled, it's a double entendre. is like, God, you're stupid or something like that. And John Greed is standing, like, ne- next to me, essentially. And he's just like, he knows what a fucking double entendre is, you dumbass, and walked away. And um, <laughs> I don't know why that memory sticks in my head, but it does. Uh, so once again, thank you so much to John Greed for being on the show. Thank you so much for you guys clicking that play button. Uh, suffering through that. Uh, that I, I promise you, you know, I put a lot of work into editing. So suffering through that heavily edited interview. I appreciate your patronage. Uh, patronize us in the future. Uh, but until then, until next week, until next Tuesday. Isaac, I love you. I love it too.